everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. So today we are talking about the highest form of service. So I really want to flesh out what does service mean? Uh, how is that related to this idea of servant leadership? Uh, what does service not mean? Because I think that's just as important. Uh, and then we're going to share a couple examples and of course a couple reflection questions. Um, I really think that helping people get to this place of reducing stress and increasing peace, number one, that's my number one priority for myself and for you. And I'm really hoping that you you can kind of take that on a little bit uh, and, and share that with your people as well. So you might want to take notes, but you don't have to for this one. But I would thoroughly recommend that you really engage with it. Uh, I'm also going to leave in the description the link for our search engine. I referenced the Four Minds video, and if you have not watched that yet, you need to watch that. That is literally a goldmine of information, all right? Enjoy. All right, so first of all, what is service? Okay, what is service? What's the definition of service? So we talk a lot about servant leadership, especially in our Empowered Leaders membership group. Um, Servant leadership is really a tenant of, I guess, how I look at leadership, how I think more positive leadership really should kind of play out in life. So service is not putting someone else before you. Uh, Lowering boundaries, being a doormat, um, you know, the best service doesn't equal self-sacrifice, okay? That's actually the ego talking. If you see service as self-sacrifice, you're not going to do it, okay? So the ego is going to get in the way and say, don't do this thing, right? Service is actually giving another person's needs the same priority as yours, okay? It's finding the win-win, Um, And it's actually a third win because the rest of the world wins too, right? When we all win, everybody wins. So if I help you, me helping you helps me and other people are helped because I helped you and, and you don't even have to help me for that to happen. So for example, I, I talked to uh, a lot of leadership folks who are my, my coaching clients, um, not only in the empowered members leadership group, but also, or excuse me, the empowered leaders membership group, but also, um, you know, one-on-one clients. We talk a lot about leadership. And one of the things that we often focus on in leadership is this idea of coaching. So how do I coach my employees to the next thing? And, you know, a couple ideas that I thought of was, you know, you come into a situation with an employee and you say, all right, guys, listen, these are the things that we need to do. How do you want to do them? Right? So you're coming in and you're saying, this is what needs to be done, but I'm going to give you a choice on how to do it. And by the way, how can I help you do that? Okay. There's freedom, choice, control, safety, right? Um, there's this notion that, uh, when you come at it that way, they can begin where they are. So, you know, it's very respectful and, and honoring. Okay. 
it what it does when you come in that way versus coming in in the authoritative fashion what that does is it helps people understand that um, you know we are creating an emotional and psychological safety here i.e we're limiting stress increasing peace and in that it's going to allow us to uh be more creative really so Problems come when the leader really enters into that authoritative energy, okay? When you're telling people what to do or when you put your agenda ahead of them. Now, listen, it is perfectly fine to come into a situation and say, guys, here's the situation. Here's the bottom line. This is what we need to do. When you come into a situation, you say, here's the bottom line. This is what you're going to do and go. And you do that over and over and over again. People don't tend to like that. Okay. That's not serving them. That's not being a servant leader. But I've also worked with servant leaders who take the servant part of it a little too far, where they feel like they have to do everything for their people and they, they lack boundaries. That's not good either. Okay. When you let them run all over you because they think that that's, you know, the, the definition of servant leadership. The highest form of service is to be consciously aware and helpful and create emotional and psychological safety when another person is struggling. I'm going to repeat that because I think it's so important. The highest form of service, and this is at work, at home, in your community, it does not matter. You're with another human being. The highest form of service is to be consciously aware and helpful and create emotional and psychological safety when another person is struggling. I don't care if it's an adult with a child, an adult with an adult. I don't care if it's with your spouse or with your boss. You see somebody struggling and you create a situation where there's safety here for them. And I am going to be consciously aware and try to help you. Now, if you have not plugged into our uh, podcast, I think it was a podcast. I believe it was. Um, I'm going to put the searchy link in the description because I know if you use the search engine, you'll find it for sure. It's called The Four Minds. If you haven't plugged into that or haven't listened to that, I would say in the last two months, you need to listen to it again. So it describes this process of what happens when two people are trying to have an interaction. Um, ideally, both people would be in a conscious brain. So they're awake, aware, alert, right? However, there's a lot of drama that occurs when somebody is in, you know, one person, actually when both people are in their subconscious, Okay. When they're operating out of fear, anxiety, worry, overwhelm, you know, past patterns. This is how come you can be married to somebody for 18 years and have the same fight, right? Not like I'm talking from experience at all, right? But most of the time, you know, there's one person who's having a hard time. Okay. And one person who's not. And ideally that's you. And as a servant leader, you're coming in and you're like, okay, I'm going to stay in my conscious. I'm not going to let whatever is happening allow me to get, let's say triggered, right? I'm going to stay in my conscious brain. I'm going to attend to this person right now. Okay. 
So again, you know, go, go look up that, um, four minds. All you got to do is click on the link for the search engine and put in four minds. It's about 30 minutes and it goes to the whole stick chick drawing too, with two people. So, um, I think you'll find that to be really powerful. So a couple examples, uh, the other day we had a long day. Okay. There were a lot of moving parts to this day. It was a long day and my 11 year old just couldn't handle it. Okay. Um, she was having a fit, you know, it's not, not the cute little three-year-old fit anymore. When you're 11 and you're almost as tall as mom, it's a different fit. Right. Um, and I realized in the moment, you know, this has nothing to do with me. It's totally on her. So how can I help her? Right. That's servant leadership where you recognize, you know, she's having a hard time. How can I help? Um, you know, I remember actually last week I was having a hard time. It was one of those days where I still wasn't feeling the greatest and I was probably pushing myself a little too much. And it was after school and I was just really snippy. And it was funny because Ellie turned right back around the 11 year old and she said, Hey, I think you need a time out. And I said, I think you're right. So I came into my bedroom and I just laid down for like 20 minutes and I was like, huh, I think I'm okay now. <laughs> So how the tables turn, right? Um, but man, what about if your employee is having a fit, right? What if an employee or a team member or a coworker are, is having a fit? What, what do you do? What's your pattern? Do you uh, allow them to have their fit? Do you step in and try to help? You know, do you try to limit that? Do you try to escape? Just, just get to know what's your pattern, Okay. Help others process emotions really deep inside themselves in a safe way and you can still get the work done, okay? This is what I'm trying to help leaders understand that, you know, creating this emotional and psychological safety isn't in addition to your work. This is probably the most important work. If you want to know more about this, there are two books I highly recommend. Number one is by Dr. Henry Cloud and it's Boundaries for Leaders. He talks about uh, why we don't want stress brains in the workplace. And then one of my newest favorite ones, Ooh, I forget her first name, but her last name is Edmondson, E-D-M-O-N-D-S-O-N. And it's called the fearless organization. Again, talks about the, the stress, why we don't want it, but also how to create that emotional and psychological safety. So, you know, when, when you help people, even in the workplace to address these needs, this is funny. The other day I was talking to an education organization, probably going to be doing some work with them here in the future. And they are not typically known for social emotional skills. And, you know, it, I was pleasantly surprised to hear from one of the, the folks on the group that said, you know, Michelle, if we do this work, you know, can we step into this space a little bit? And I was like, oh my gosh, you are speaking my language. Just like, oh, you want to know more about stress and, and leadership and how to serve under, under stress? I was like, yes, 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 and yes, I can help you. Okay. So when we help them process those emotions and do it in a place of safety, it allows their brain to come back into peace which helps them to be able to actually get their stuff done. And it's the highest form of service in my opinion. Okay. So how would you say you rate on, uh, helping other people have emotional and psychological safety? 
on a scale of one to 10, one being 10 or one being low, 10 being high, where would you rate on that one? I, I will tell you this, that, you know, 20 years ago, I would have rated myself a two or three. I wanted to help people. Okay. Um, but I was a people pleaser, right? And I was getting stuck in my own emotions. So I didn't realize, I thought I was a servant leader because I was serving, but I was really people pleasing. I wasn't serving. I was, um, I don't know what another term would be. Uh, but let's just stick with people pleasing. Okay. I was too much stuck in myself while I was trying to live for other people. No wonder I got so stressed, right? Now, 10 years ago, I really came upon this idea. I think Zig Ziglar said it best. He said, you know, when you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. When I help enough people get what they want, I get what I want. So I'm on a mission. Honestly, I'm on a mission to help you guys lower your stress and increase your peace. Because that's what I want. Okay. Um, today, honestly, my, my goal is to help and serve as much as possible, really help people get the results that they say they want and still meet my priorities. So again, it's that win-win. Both of our, our needs are a priority, right? So I would highly recommend that you watch that four minds video. Uh, and then, you know, just, just think about in this situation, how can I serve at the highest level and start thinking about how can I find the win, win, win. Okay. Not just the win for you, not just the win for them, the win for both of you and understanding that when you go after the win for both of you, the other people win as well. So creating emotional and psychological safety for one person who's going through a hard time on your team will bless your whole team. Okay. So if you have more questions about that, please reach out. Um, I, I'm, I'm just sensing in my spirit, we're going to be talking a whole lot more about this idea in various different ways as we go forward. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here today. Um, I never take it lightly when you choose to spend time with me. So thank you so much. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.